bad habits are hard to break. Now, I don't know even one person who doesn't have a habit that they're trying to stop doing, something that they know is not so good for them or that is not Islamically great, but they need to stop doing it, but they just can't. But what is it? What stops us from actually stopping ourselves? And how do we actually get better? I mean, what is going on inside of our mind? Well, in this podcast, I'm going to crack the code for you. I'm going to let you know exactly why you're doing that thing that you're doing and how you can actually start to stop it. And actually some two things that are pretty positive to look forward to in terms of our body and the miraculous way that they're formed. Now, I don't know any other time to start focusing on yourself and giving yourself attention than now. Well, the world is crazy and we don't know what might happen next, what tomorrow will bring or if tomorrow will be even there for us. We need to think about taking things seriously. And with Ramadan on the way, breaking bad habits is what we need to focus on now. Take a listen to this episode to find out exactly how to crush your bad habits. Thank you for joining us here at Mindful Muslim Speaks, the podcast where we are empowering women to grow and thrive. I'm your host, Mindful Muslima, and I'm a licensed educator of 20 years, a mom of five, and kind of like a big sister to the community, working with you on things related to everything that you guys request, love, relationships, um, self-transformation, organization, life hacks, homeschooling, parenting, you name it. If we go through it as modern day Muslims, we're covering it. So today we're going to talk about habits and I'm really excited to do that because as Ramadan is around the corner and I know it's a little bit of a different Ramadan for many of us as this whole um, virus thing is kind of, you know, expanding and it's all over the news and it's everywhere. Everyone's getting a little bit afraid and everybody's kind of thinking, gosh, what is Ramadan going to be like this year? If we can't gather and become a community, which is what Ramadan is all about, how are we going to spend time focusing on ourselves and, and getting the, the barakah of Ramadan? I mean, do we have anything to look forward to anymore? Well, the answer is yes. Yes, because the world goes on and Islam teaches us how to deal with that. But two, I'm so excited more than ever that I've been planning so many things for you guys. And alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah, they're online. So even if you feel isolated or distanced from everyone else, it doesn't it doesn't have to stop you from doing what you want to do and making the progress that you want to make. So be prepared because I have tons of amazing things coming down the line for you for Ramadan. And um, I'm going to have a group. I'm going to have online on Facebook. I'm going to have tons of giveaways and prizes. I partner with tons of Muslim organizations and um, you know companies so we can get free products to you guys and, and give you tons of awesome giveaways and um, even some money prizes. And I wanted to say, I'm really excited to open up Ramadan with this positive mind, this mind like we are going to crush it together. We're going to be women together. And even if we might be isolated in spaces here and there, together we can still have presence online and we can make sure that we feel like nothing has changed this Ramadan. I'm able to still focus on myself and still change those bad habits. And so subhanAllah, today what I want to do is I want to give you an introduction as to why exactly you have these habits. And one thing I've learned that has helped me is when you understand yourself and your body and your mind and kind of like why you do things, 
it totally changes the playing field. This is exactly how I became as strong as I am today and hopefully stronger each day, inshallah, bismillah, as I continue to grow myself. We're all just never going to stop growing and learning. And that's the beauty of this, this world, this life. And Islam is like a big ocean. That's what I love about Islam. It's like a big ocean. You just never can stop learning. And so today I'm going to hopefully help you start to dive into understanding what is the real problem? What is going on? And think about this. Think about this. If you could figure out what's stopping you from anything in your life in terms of your negative thinking and your habits and so forth, that is really powerful. You could take that into any other arena in your life and find success. And that's exactly what I did. And that's why I want to share it with all the women that I care about out there like you. And so today we're going to talk about kind of why we form these um, bad habits or why we can't break them. And then I'm going to give you two kind of things to look forward to. But in Ramadan, we're going to go into that deep, deep dive. So if you haven't already got on the waiting list where I'm going to give away um, things, I'm going to give away information, um, uh, like stuff that really, really this Ramadan can help you to finally make the transformation that each Ramadan you just leave like, oh, I never was able to accomplish what I wanted to. This is your year. This is it. Inshallah ta'ala, we're going to do it together. All of us as a community. So please, if you haven't already, try to get on that waiting list so that when I do put things out, you're the first to know and then you get all the pieces because I do put them on several platforms. I want to make sure you're in the know and you will be getting that information first before everyone else. All right. Before we go into the meat of what we're going to talk about today, I do want to give my daily shout out. Right, by podcast shout out to um, the person today. And I'm going to shout out Abaya Girl because actually she has been doing so many um, um, amazing things online. And she's been also sharing my content too. And I feel like I... I really, really respect women that try their best to help other women. And I feel like that's what we're going to do this Ramadan. We're going to come together as a community. And I just wanted to give her a shout out and give her big da's and say thank you so much, sis, for sharing what you shared. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give you barakah in your life. And may you have um, an amazing Ramadan. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allow all of us to live until Ramadan. Ameen, ameen, ya rabbil alameen. If you want to get a shout out on my podcast, don't forget to share my content on your IG stories. Tag me as I always know you get them um, I get them, but um, also you can give me a review on Apple Podcasts. Please, if you're enjoying this podcast, let other women know that this is a place they can get information to transform their life as a, as a modern Muslim. Jazakumallahu khairan. Okay, so most of us find ourselves often kind of repeating the same mistakes. We're stuck in these bad habits and few of us understand why. It could be like procrastination, lack of assertion, we could be disorganized, we could be having poor sleep habits, we could be overworking, lack of consideration, we can be depressed, binge shopping, binge playing with our phone, whatever it is, internet addiction. Generally, we know what we're doing to ourselves, and we keep promising to reform. Actually, these bad habits have become hard to break. But it's kind of like self-destructive habits like these are the greatest source of unnecessary misery in our life. And that's why I wanted to focus on this episode. Why are we putting ourselves through that? There's this unnecessary misery that we can completely stop. And that's what I did. I once was like that. I had these habits. I kept telling myself, oh, tomorrow, inshallah. Oh, after I get to college. Oh, after I get married, inshallah. And it's just unnecessary that we're dragging ourselves through this miserable state when actually we could stop it right away. So let's talk more about that. Inshallah, isn't that? Such habits kind of um, 
could be anything small like not flossing to suicide, from binge eating to passivity, from doing something deliberately to doing something unconsciously. Bad habits like eating too much or not getting enough exercise seem to be part of being human. But if these habits don't go too far, they won't hurt you much, right? But you can also have these feelings of guilt that can eat away at your self-esteem. And guilt serves a purpose if it gets you to change your ways. Like sometimes guilt can be good, right? In a way. But too often we don't use guilt in a good way. We carry this unnecessary burden and baggage around. And other bad habits that impact our our work in the social life, like avoiding the spotlight, not being assertive, you know, getting stuck in a job or a relationship and not moving past it. Right? All these things can hurt us. Like some people, they're stuck with like, oh, they can't stop doing things like, I don't want to say stuff for Allah, like they're drinking or they're smoking and they know they shouldn't. Or, you know, some people cut themselves. Some people get into fights with people. They get eating disorders. You probably tried as much as you could for whatever your bad habit is to stop it. And you know very well that you keep trying to make the right choice but you keep maybe making the wrong one. Why in the world can't you stop? Why can't people stop? That's what we're going to talk about right now, inshallah ta'ala. Now, a lot of this is unconscious, self-destructive behavior, and it gets played out into our relationships. Um, there can be other causes than than just you know that, but most destructive, most destructive behavior is the result of the fact that we have two minds that don't communicate very well. And I'm going to explain this. Hold on. It's kind of like these two brains that we have. And I'm going to tell you in a second. They, but they give us conflicting advice. Usually beneath our awareness. And we often choose without thinking. Put very simply. If, if it seems as if we have a thoughtful, conscious, deliberative self. And an automatic self. That does most of the work in living without our attention. And that's kind of like how you can drive down the street and hold the steering wheel and just go off on in, into your own mental space and get to the destination that you were originally driving to without actually paying attention to turning because you unconsciously already know how to drive there. If you've ever driven, you know what I'm talking about. It's kind of creepy. You're like, how did I even get here? Because I was totally like thinking about what happened last night or some conversation I had with someone else. I didn't even pay attention to the fact that I was driving. It's kind of crazy, right? So we have these these two these two minds in that way. Now the conscious self can certainly make mistakes, but it's our automatic self that usually causes us trouble. So I want us to start thinking about that, that these kind of these, these two warring selves or minds within ourselves, And it's our automatic self, I'll say that again, that usually causes us trouble. So you have like this conscious self and you have this automatic self that kind of just, it's, it's guided by motives and prejudices that we're not aware of in our own unique frame of reference. And they're not in sync maybe with reality. Maybe they're old habits of doing things or feelings we try to deny. But the truth is these two things, this, this automatic and this spontaneous, the automatic self directs most, let me, let me explain this a bit more. The automatic self directs most of our behavior, especially spontaneous action. So the conscious self is in charge of what we take time to think about. So when I started mindfulness, one of the things I was trying to do was I was trying to ask women, like I had asked myself, 
to get a bit more conscious, to get a bit more mindful, to get a bit more aware of what we're doing. Because if we're aware of what we're doing, it's much more likely that we're able to address it better and change it and make it a more positive experience in this life for ourselves. But when we kind of just go on like autopilot, which is what the automatic self is, and we just kind of keep coasting along, and we're not really paying attention to what we're doing or why we're doing it, we start to develop these habits and these habits become hard to break. And at the end of the day, they do cause misery and they drag us with all this baggage that makes us just feel completely unhappy. So in this episode, what I want you to get is that you need to start saying, okay, I have this automatic self, the one that makes me take my hand and shove it in the chip bag, even though I promised myself I'm not going to eat like that today. My automatic self is the one that has me just like scrolling on my phone and scrolling and scrolling for hours and hours and then not actually like saying to myself, hey, that was a waste of two to three hours of my life. I'm never going to get those two to three hours back. I could have totally used that for something way better that I told myself and promised myself I was going to work on. So the conscious self kind of gets us to say, hey, but so many of us are stuck in our automatic self. The trick to overcoming self-destructive behavior is not so much to strengthen the conscious self so we can control ourselves better, though that does help, but rather we have to instead train the automatic self to do things um, like make wiser decisions unconsciously, to ignore distractions, to withstand temptation. So I think that's a very different way of looking at it because I think some people think, oh, I just have to get a control of my consciousness. You're not going to be able to do that all the time. And that's what I think if people focus on that more, it's not, is maybe why they're not as successful as they want to be. So what, we ha- what you have to do is train the automatic self and that's okay and that's what I'd be able to do and that's what I want to share with you and so if you can train it to ignore distractions withstand temptations and kind of see ourselves in the world more clearly and interrupt our reflexive responses before they get us in trouble that's where you're going to be successful now meanwhile the conscious self has its work cut out and helping us get to know ourselves better facing some aspects of ourself that we'd rather keep hidden Most of the time when you do something you regret, your automatic self is at work while no part of the brain is considering the consequences, right? And so it requires self-awareness, the practice of certain skills that don't occur to us naturally. And that's what I think I learned the most is that whatever I'm experiencing and feeling every day, these horrible feelings, this horrible experience... It, it's it's because I haven't been trained. No one gave me the tools. And that's why when I came on the podcast and I started the podcast, I said, gosh, there are women out there suffering unnecessarily. And there are tools that they could have to actually get themselves to a different place. But nobody gave me those. I'm going to tell you guys when I was younger, it took life experience and just searching and searching and begging Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to lead me to the truth of so many things in my life that got me to where I am. So what I want you to wrap your head around today is that your bad habits is because you are, are, are existing and continuing to exist because you're on autopilot. We have to stop, start saying to ourselves, how can we train our automatic self and how can we bring our, our conscious self more forward so that we can actually get a grip? And that is the only way, guys, in all honesty. You could, you could sit here and make all the inshallahs in your life and all the intention in your life to stop whatever you're doing and you're just lying to yourself unless you actually actively get a grip on it. So I'm going to be doing a lot more work in Ramadan and how to do this in a deeper and deeper way. But I want you to first just start understanding that the automatic self is the one that is going to get you to eat those potato chips. It's that quick impulse finger person that is scrolling on your phone and the conscious part of yourself considers the actual facts, considers the ramifications of everything. Now, 
I'm going to tell you something else, and I want you to get a grip on this too. There are no quick fixes. Yep, I'm sorry, there isn't. But we can still get a grip. It's not like something I'm going to tell you today, and you're going to get you give you like three tips, and you're going to get off the podcast, and you'll be like, woo, I'm totally ready to change my bad habits now. That's not how it works. But the way it does work is... Okay, so this is the fun part. This is where I get to tell you some good news about how you can stop those bad behaviors and kind of switch into something more positive. And like I said, as Ramadan is coming around the corner, this is the time. It's the time now to start priming our mind for like, hey, I'm going to start fixing myself and I got those 30 days to do the stuff I'm about to tell you. And inshallah ta'ala, it's going to make a difference. Believe me. Because if you just do something even teeny weeny for uh, every day, every day, every day, you will be amazed at the difference. And this is why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he says the consistent deed every day is better, even if it's small, right? And so the first good, there's two good things, two good pieces of news I want to tell you. The first one is that the new brain cells in our, you know, in our mind, they're, they're constantly being formed. New networks between cells keep growing as we are learning new things. Neuroscientists know now that bad habits have a physical existence in the structure of the brain. I'm sorry. I think that's crazy. That's crazy to think that this is happening as an actual physical something in our brain. And they become the default circuits when we're faced with temptation. So it's like a default. You know, like when you have to put something on your social media and it's like default, it's going to show this one or default, it's going to show this email or that. It's something already triggered and tripwired in our brain. That when this thing happens, this is my default reaction. And that's crazy. So we kind of have to break that default reaction and put something else in. Depression burns out joy receptors. Anxiety develops a hair trigger. But now we also know the second great thing. So the first one is that we have new brain cells that are growing every day. That means opportunity, opportunity, right? And two, that we can re wire the brain to develop healthier circuitry. Scientists can see this happening with the latest imaging equipment, which I think is also so amazing. And people tormented by obsessive thoughts can see how their brains change as they learn to master their thought processes. And healthier habits become easier. Joy receptives regenerate and anxiety loses its grip. It takes consistency and practice, but it's well within your reach. And people cannot believe the amount of power that they have. It's something that is actually quite remarkable. So we're going to kind of talk about in Ramadan as well how to have some repeating scripts. Because what happens is that most often the little things we do, these teeny little scripts that we keep telling ourselves, are part of our hidden motivation that tempt us. And and once we once we start to understand what they are, the motives, the feelings, and the thinking behind the patterns that we already created in our mind, um, then it's really a lot more easier to understand what we need to do to stop them. And so um, I've done in a couple, I don't know, podcasts or two back, I've done a lot of things about undoing things in our life, rewriting your life, or like about digging trenches and this unconscious thought. And so when you have things that you've done over and over and over and over again, and you haven't been able to stop doing them, those have now become like defaults and your brain just does them automatically. And that's the automatic self. So in Ramadan, the reason Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave us 30 days, you know, obviously there's great wisdom in the 30 days, but something that even science lets us know is that any habit that you you want to break or you want to form and can happen usually within a span of 30 days and so the beautiful opportunity in Ramadan is it's coming up 
is you're going to have these opportunities to create these habits. And something super exciting that I'm um, really looking forward to is the fact that I made the Ramadan Recharge Program. And so in the Ramadan Recharge Program, you're going to see that I'm going to help you take just two or three goals maximum. And I'm going to show you exactly how to actually finally reach them at the end of the 30 days because this is what I've done in my life. So what I do is every Ramadan, I think about what I want to accomplish this Ramadan. I set just like two to three goals. I accomplish them. And then by the end, they're now part of who I am. And then I move on to the next Ramadan and I add another two, three goals and another two, three goals. And then I like in between the Ramadans, I'm obviously maintaining them. And so what you're going to notice that over time is you have immense change to who you are as a person. It is so beautiful. And I want to take you through that journey with me. So like I said, if you're already not on the waiting list, just get on it so you can make sure you're up to date with everything I'm going to give you. But at the same time, start thinking now about what are those bad habits? What are the things I'm repeating to myself over and over? And start paying attention every day when you're doing things to your unconscious uh, self, your automatic self, and, and what you're just naturally grabbing. So what I did was I took a little notebook, I took a pen and paper, and I started to write down what are my impulsive things. Like when somebody says something to me in my family, a particular family member, I notice that I'm just like, oh, and then maybe I'm just going to like, you know, write that down. Okay, that person, every time they do this, my impulse is to say this to them. Or every time like, I get in the kitchen, my impulse is to open the second cabinet on the second shelf and just stick my hand in there because that's where all the whatever is. You know, like whatever it is, I need you to start paying attention to your automatic self because that's what I did. And that's what changed everything for me. And then Ramadan, when we go through the Ramadan recharge program and we get on the Facebook group and you're there and you have the support of all the sisters, we're going to be working together to actually get those goals met. And I'm really excited about that. I'm really excited to spend Ramadan with you guys, inshallah. And, And don't get too caught up in the hype of what's going on in the world today, guys. What I want everyone to do, instead of looking outside, and start to look inside. Just say, hey, if I've been given this opportunity to have this beautiful life and I still have my health, what am I going to do in these moments in time to make sure that I've maximized everything I could to take advantage of my personal situation? And, and that's the way we live a grateful life. And that's the way we start to incite change. So let's focus on ourselves. Let's turn inward as opposed to outward and all the madness that's out there. Because that's not going to do anything for us when we have to talk between ourselves and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That relationship is still the same. And that relationship is something that needs great focus more than ever in this time than anything else. Okay, guys? So stay well, stay healthy, stay um, stay calm. No worries about all this. Everything is by the, the qadr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And everything is something that we can use in a more positive way to forward ourselves in our relationship with our deen. So I'll talk to you guys in the next one. Assalamu alaikum, rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.